In this day and age, there is a label for everything. ADD, ADHD, dyslexic, sensory issues, the the shy child. And what I've found is that labels are only for the adults uh, so that they do not feel uncomfortable, uncomfortable anymore with learning style, behaviors, or whatever else. You are listening to the Moms Mixed Family Blender podcast. My name is Brenda Baker. I've been married 23 years to my husband, Mike. We have five boys, four grandkids. My husband was deployed to Iraq twice, and we're a mixed family. I am the founder of MomsMixedFamilyBlender.com and the author of Helping Others Helps Me. I am passionate about using my stories to help teach you how to thrive in whatever situation that you find yourself in. I am so glad that you are here with me today. The title of today's episode is Hidden Negativity in Labels, How to Protect Your Child from Them. Now, when you you think about labels, a lot of things comes to mind. You know, sometimes uh, they're good labels. Hey, she's the good kid. You know, and then there's obviously bad bad labels or that come with a negative uh, connotation, such as, oh, they're strong-willed. Boys will be boys. <laughs> a lot of these things come about because people aren't really sure how to explain what they're going through. Um, I remember when my uh, when my middle son was younger, you know, honestly, I labeled him. I labeled him really early with the difficult child. And that's kind of the attitude that I took with him. Um, And because of that, most people around me took that attitude with him as well. And so when it came to situations where somebody, somebody did something wrong, everyone would assume that it was my middle son that had done the wrong thing because I had said, he's the harder one. Um, that didn't help him at all. And so the label that I used with my son was not meant to hurt him. It wasn't meant to um, make him feel bad. But in the end, it really encouraged people to treat him differently. And it didn't help him. Um, And so maybe labels do make it a little easier to explain the complex details of what your child is, is going through. Um, but they never should give an excuse for poor behavior, lack of listening, or any other negative action. All children can be trained. And I've got a story to talk about, uh, to tell you about. Um, and this story really exhibits that regardless of a label, um, this person was trained how to, how to behave. Um, At a local hardware store, there is a kid, and his name is Jeremy, and he's probably in his 30s now, but he's a sweet, sweet kid. When you first meet him, he will ask you your name, he will ask you where you live, and all that that sort of thing. But the coolest part about Jeremy is you can tell really quickly that he's not quite the same as everyone else just looking at him. You can tell that, okay? And it's nothing bad about him, but he always, always has a smile. He always is welcoming. He's he's one of those people that, honestly, I look forward to seeing in the hardware store because he's a ray of sunshine. He is always, always happy. He's always polite. He's always asking how he can help. 
and he genuinely wants to do so. And so in knowing several kids that had, you know, mental dis- disabilities, I, I've realized a huge difference between the different kids. Now, the ones whose moms and, you know, not just their moms, but their parents were more on the lackadaisical, let them be kind of, kind of, kind of parents, those kids would throw fits. They would, um, they weren't bad or anything, but they definitely, there was a, a marked difference between their behavior and then the, the people whose, um, the kids whose parents were intentional about how they were raised, regardless of what, whatever, whatnot was wrong with them. So his mother didn't allow labels to define her son. She taught him manners. She taught him how to be friendly and make others feel welcome. She taught him how to make friends quickly and easily. She taught him how to listen and take instructions because obviously he was, he's working for this hardware store. She, sent, she set him up for success so that in the future, when she's no longer on this planet, her son Jeremy can thrive in the areas that he can. Now, obviously, he's going to have a few limitations. There's going to be some things that he needs help with from other people. But to the best of her ability, she has trained him how to behave, what to do, and that the possibilities for him were endless, unlimited. And I really think that as parents, it is our job to really work hard on doing the same with our children. Now you're going to have, if you have more than, you know, two kids, <laughs> sometimes even if you have one, you're going to have a kid that is a little harder to raise than the others. And that's okay. Don't label them and say, this is my strong-willed child. Okay? That, that gives a negative connotation that further on in their life, they're going to use in their mind as a reason why they can't do something. As, as parents, we want to empower our kids as much as we can to be the kind of people that will push themselves. When the going get t- gets tough, they will, they'll stand up and they'll, they'll do what they need to do anyways, okay? Um, this mother also just really helped her son to move forward regardless of what was going on with him. Okay, and then you have the other side of this, where the parents that I spoke of a few minutes ago, that just kind of lackadaisically, kind of parent, but kind of let the kid just, you know, fumble through, and they don't do anything with their kids. Now, these kids with labels often get a pass. They get a pass for their bad behavior. They're allowed to do and say things that are unacceptable, Usually people don't really like them because they're not very nice, okay? And yeah, we all have those times, but they get to be hateful and mean, and that's a choice that their parents make. Allowing poor behavior from your child tells them it's okay to treat others in that way. Now, Jeremy's mother taught him how to overcome to the best of his abilities. But when we don't teach and train our kids, then... (laughs) we have the opposite result. Jeremy's mother removed the excuses and dealt directly with his his problems. Now, let's be honest. 
Our nature, each one of us, our nature is the problem. What we want to do over what we should do are so, so different a lot of the times. Good parenting helps us to be able to move through those situations and just do the very best that we can in whatever situation that we have. Now, I don't know about you, but I still have some issues with my nature sometimes. Sometimes I need to work on myself. Sometimes I need to be reminded that I am not allowed to treat others awfully. At some point, you as the parent will be gone from this earth, just like Jeremy's mom. And it's really, really important for each of us to accept responsibility and teach and train our kids to the best of our ability. We don't lower the standard because your kid struggles in a certain area. You actually do the opposite and teach them and train them how and what to do in each situation. Now, parents, get out of your kid's way. (laughs) I can think of many situations that I have been in my own kid's way. I didn't realize it. And I'm sure that if, you know, you're struggling with a behavioral issue with your kid, you don't realize that it's actually you that is the problem, not your kid. Oftentimes, it is our consistency. We're just not being consistent. Therefore, we're teaching our kids sometimes and not all the time. And so, hey, I've been there. I have been there and done that. And I totally get how hard it is sometimes to remember that we need to be very consistent and very intentional. We must beware of being too soft or allowing labels to give our kids a license to act however they feel at the moment. I really appreciate you sticking with me in this. This is a really, mm, this is a difficult subject because people tend to get really upset when it comes to um, the crutches that we, and creature comforts that we try to put in place so that we can feel better about how our kids are behaving hey, I've had (laughs) a bratty kid here and there, okay, of my own children. And I had to work with them. I had to elevate my own behavior because sometimes I really saw some of my behaviors come out in my kids. And that's the beautiful thing about parenting is we can use it as such a personal growth situation. Because if we want our kids to be something, we need to be that first. And so I encourage you again, don't allow labels to define who your kids are. Don't allow them bad behavior just because they may have something going on in their body. They might have a disease or whatever, whatnot. The standards still need to be the standards there so that the other children in the house don't feel like the one is favored over them because that can create a whole other uh, bunch of problems that you don't want or need. Hey, parenting is hard enough. (laughs) Let's make it easier for ourselves by being consistent, by being willing to do the hard things and elevate our own behavior so that our kids can elevate theirs in our footsteps. If you think that this episode will help someone that you know, I would appreciate it if you would share it with them. And until the next time, many hugs. This is Brenda Baker with the Moms Mixed Family Blender podcast. Bye-bye.